What's up, strangers? Hawk. Um, this is chapter two, Vegna's Curse. After the destruction of the key, Jim Harper awakens in a similar, similarly destroyed lab. With another key also destroyed, Max Mayfield wakes up, awakens, and takes another Tylenol as the police arrives, arrive to investigate Wayne Mason's house, Munson's house, Munson's report of Christy Cunningham's mutilated corpse in his, in his, and his nephew's trailer. Max catches a glimpse of her body before, before being ordered away from the officers. The government workers listen to Chief Hawk, Chief Callan Powell's Call reported and reported the body. Reporting the body in California, Mike Willard and Eleven joyfully reunite. With, while the former notice former notices Will Rogers concealed painting, which Will refuses to show. Mike brings his, brings her flowers, which Eleven notices are signed from Mike instead of her signature of love. To her to her slight disappointment as Eleven walks and plans out the day with Mike. She references Angela as her friend. Much to Will's confusion, they unknowingly pass by Murray Bell, who has come to California to speak with Joyce Byers. As as Robin Bugley excitedly recounts her recounts her interaction with Vicky to Steve Harrington at their job as at Family Video, a report about Chrissy's death comes on TV. Her name redacted hung over after a night of partying in in the now abandoned Benny's Burgers. Rest in peace, Benny. Um, Lucas Lucas and Claire vomits in the, vomits in the toilet. I mean, Lucas is under the age of 21, so. And so is Jason. So why are they drinking? Jason's like 17 and Lucas is 14, 15. In a toilet while Jason Carver's reassures him. He watches the report about Chrissy's death on the TV with his teammates, unaware that she is the one being reported on. As the police arrive outside, Nancy Wheeler and her peers at the school newspaper, watch the report, and she invites Fred Benson to go along with to investigate after Barb, the Barb Holland's name is mentioned. As Chrissy's body is taken away, the reporter's muse muses that once saved, Hawkins has been plagued by one tragedy after another and wonder if it can be saved. As Dustin Henderson Watches the report with his mother. Max Max comes to his house to inform him that the body that the body was Chrissy, and that she saw her with Eddie, who has seemingly vanished. Dustin is damned that Eddie would never hurt anyone, but Max is skeptical. She admits that she hasn't gone to the police with her account of seeing Eddie because the lights. In her trailer went haywire when Christy was killed and she saw Eddie flee the scene in terror 
Justin realized they need to find Eddie and get his account. Bowman, 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 I think. Yeah, Bowman. Bowman? Is that what it's called? Reads the note Joyce received where he requests that she call a number to make reservation and not involve the government. It is signed by Enzo, which Joyce has concluded is code Enzo's being the name of the restaurant. Hopper asked her to go to date to to a date at. Bowman is adamant that Hopper is dead, and even if he was alive in Russia, it it is more likely that the Russians tortured information out of him and faked the right faked the ration note in hopes of luring Joyce and Bowman there. Refusing to write Hopper off as dead, Joyce convinces Bowman to let her call the number on an encrypted signal. In 1985, Hopper is met by Russian guards in the, Bowman, in the, in the burning lap. The imprisoned, they're imprisoned and they imprison and beaten to try and get Joyce's name. Having the security picture of her, but he refuses to give her up even when they torture him by suffocation. Mike, Eleven, and Will go to Roller Rink where she continues to pretend she has a good social life. Will privately asks her to ask her why she keeps lying to Mike, which, which Eleven tries to ignore. Mike and Eleven skate together while Will, visibly dejected, skates behind them. Angela, angry with Eleven for ad advertently getting her in trouble, which she totally deserved because Will is wrong, arrives and formulates a plan. When she sees her Mike as the ba as the basketball team waits for the police to interview with interview them individually, Lucas's teammate Patrick Kennedy assume assures him that it is probably an over nothing. Power Powell and Phil Callahan Phil Callahan um, interviews Jason over Chrissy's whereabouts the previous night, and if she had ever interacted with Eddie, Jason realizes that the dead student being reported on the news is, is Chrissy, and leaves Benny, ignoring his teammates and briefly breaking down in the woods. Max and Dustin go to family videos and get behind the computer, much to Steve and Robin's protests so they can comb the store's records and finally contact information of Eddie's friend. While Dustin researches, Max explains what she saw to them. Nancy and Fred drive to Eddie's trailer park where she pretends to be visiting Max to try and get past a police officer. The police officer suddenly becomes aggressive towards Fred, which is actually a hallucination caused by Vigna, reminding him of an incident the previous year where he got into a car crash that killed a peer and did not call the police. 
causing the scar on Fred's the scars on Fred's face as the officer face begins to distort. He accuses Fred of being a murderer, and his scar reopens and starts to bleed. The the real the real officer snaps him out of it, revealing it to be a hallucination. Definitely. Nancy convinces him to let them let them through. Jonathan, Byers, and Argyle discuss the former woes over not being able to see Nancy. Jonathan Jonathan reveals that he did not apply to Emerson like he and Nancy planned, unwillingly to leave his family behind, but also unwilling to tell her. Wanting her to risk her own dreams to be with him, Angela approaches Eleven and plays and plays into the idea that they are friends, that they are friends. Taking her out, taking her out on the rink, Will notices one of Angela's friends filming them, and realizes something is happening. Hats cough. Sorry. Um. Taking her out on the rink, Will notices one of Angela's friends filming them and realizes something is happening. Informing Mike of Eleven's lying, the rink, the rink's DJ changes the song to, de- to, to dedicate it, it to the local snitch. To the dedicated, to dedicate it to the local snitch. And, and Angela's friend Circle Eleven taunting her as Mike tries to stop the DJ. The song climaxes and Angela's friend throws a milkshake on Eleven, making her fall over. She flees the rink in tears. I hate bullies. Um, Bowman reroutes reroutes Joyce's call to another state, warning her to not make to not make the call quick, and warning her to make the call quick, and demand proof that Hopper is alive. The call goes to a Russian phone booth. Enzo, where Enzo, who demands she brings forty thousand dollars to Yuri's. Fish and fry, fish and fly, in Nome, in Nome, Alaska. In two days, if if she wants to trade Hopper for the money, she demands to speak to Hopper. But Enzo states that Hopper is stuck while a woman outside, while a woman outside. Wait, wait, wait. Where am I? Um, that Hopper is stuck while a woman outside yells at him in Russian. He hangs up, leaving Joyce and Bowman to wonder what just happened. Unable to get any information out of Hopper, the Russians send him to, to Kamchatka, to Kamchatka prison camp, where he, where he has been, where he has been for where he has been for nine months. They shave his they shave his head and face, and warn warn him that he will be killed if he tried to escape. Um, LT Colonel Jack Sullivan arrives in Indiana to to look at Chrissy's mangled mangled body, while Jason rails rails basketball team rails the basketball team against against Eddie and the Hellfire Club. Lucas insists that Hellfire is a Dungeons and Dragons club, passing off his knowledge as his sister, being part of it. When he asked, when when part of when when asked but Jason insists that Eddie is insane and that they need to 
avenge Chrissy and burn a hellfire burns a hellfire poster while Lucas looks on nervously looks on nervous nervously Robin Dustin and Max call around for for Eddie's whereabouts Max discovering he buys his drugs from a man named reefer Rick Steve Steve suggests going to the police to find Rick's identity while also telling them Max's story as he and Dustin argues argue Robin realizes they can put Rick's name first name into the store's system and hopefully pick out pick him out by his movie tastes they discover Rick Lipton has checked out several several cheese cheap Cheech and Chong movies and finds out finds his address in out is out by the lake in the middle of nowhere. The group leaves to go investigate, having no luck with Eddie, Eddie's neighbors. Nancy goes directly to Wayne, asking him, asking that she speak to him directly and promises not to twist his words. He insists that Eddie could not have hurt anyone, but he remembers a series of murders when he was a child, done by a man called Victor Creel killed his family, who killed his own family in a manner that left this identical to Chrissy. Krill has been, Krill has been institutionalized since, but Wayne hypothesizes that he may have broken out. As he talks, Fred is lured into the woods by the sound of, grand, of a grandfather clock. Talk. Talk. Yeah. Finding, finding it in a clearing just as Nancy realizes he is gone, Fred sees a family in a funeral attire standing before him, whose faces and hands distorted, distort. Accusing him again of being a murderer, he flees deeper into the woods. Were you listening to the recorded call? Joyce notices the woman shouting in the background and replaces it over Jonathan's speaker speaker system so Murray can hear it better. He realizes the, the woman is using Russian slang to call Enzo an angry word for the cops. For cop. And they realize that and they realize that Enzo is a prison guard. Joyce Joyce leaves to 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 withdraw the money from Hopper's trust fund for eleven as Mike, as Mike searches for Eleven, he accuses Will of being a bad friend by not telling him of her situation, only for Will to point out that Mike has forced him to third Will all day, which he hates. Mike brushes him off, and Will points out that Mike seems mad at him. Heaven not called him out, called him at all, and pointing out that they used to be best friends, which Mike again deflects. Eleven hiding in, in an employee's off only closet overhears Angela laughing at her. She emerges and confronts her, only for Angela to taunt her about Hopper and promoting, prompting Eleven to hit her in the face with the skates. Actually, it was a good hit though. The hit, the hit cuts her face between her, her eyebrows, and. In the, in the scene attracts the attention of the entire the entire rink. 
A sharp mic asked her, What did you do? What did you do? Prompting, prompting a, a repressed flashback of Martin Brenner asking her, What have you done? What have you done? Arriving at at Rick's at Rick's cabin, the group finds the house locked, but Max notices a light on in the in the boathouse. Waiting inside, Eddie attracts Steve, but Dustin convinces him to let him go and tell them about what he saw. After he starts to tell them, he expresses worry that they will not believe him about how Chrissy died. So. Dustin reluctantly reveals to him the existence of the Upside Down. As Nancy informs the police of Fred's disappearance, he stumbles out into the road where he got into the accident. Seeing a vision of the flaming wreckage and the victim crawling, crawling toward him, begging for help, Fred stumbles backwards into, the, into a grave where the victim corpse is waiting. Covered in black widow spiders, as as Eddie describes Chrissy's death. The figure that killed her stalks towards Fred and asks him, Join me. In the real world, he starts to rise into the air. As Dustin describes Chrissy's trance as fakeness curse. And the figure touches Fred's, causing his bones. That's kind of... Uh, that's too serious. Um, the same manner as Chrissy. If you guys, if you guys seen it, you'll know what what I'm talking about. As Chrissy, most of us call it Chrissy Five. Vecna awakens in a in a room in in the, in the upside down, suspended in the air by tendrils, and lowering himself to the ground, he reveals. He revealed to be a lar- in a large house where dozens of bats, bat-like spiders swarm around outside. Okay, guys, this was fun. Can't wait to do the next episode. Talk to you later. Over and out.